tags. Chad. Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith and Chad Fields. I'm Lyle Stokes. And welcome, Come on, everybody. everybody. We're having a little issue with getting our guest in here tonight. So while we're doing that, what do you say that we run through some of the people that's in chat, fellas? That sounds great, Lyle. All right. Why don't you go ahead and go run off some of them, Chadwick? All right. Well, let's start out with Mr. Maurice Kaysen, Dakota Perrier, Perrier, James Dockery Fishing. You love that, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mo Creek Fishing, Catfishing Dreams, Avid Fisherman, Catfishing Crappie, who will be on right after us, uh, Buckeye Catfishing, The Creole Catfishing, uh, John Ooh. Patrick Jr., Laura the Explorer. P-City Smitty and Chrissy Brown. DMV's in chat right now, but he's getting ready to come on with us. Georgia Fisherman. Uh, we passed some way up here at the top. Ohio for Life. Weekend Angler. Robert James. Who else did I see come in there? There's, yeah, there's Mr. Creole. I watched some of Creole on him the other day. Oh, boy, had a big one on at the end. and just couldn't get him <laughs> untangled, could he? There's Lord the that he did. Avid, JP3. There's old Dater. in there. Mr. Gadget, Jason Lamb, Junior Proctor Fishing, two stands. Mike Irvin, Big Slim 91, Carolina Catfish. That's in my neck of the woods. Brian Catfish and John Patrick Jr., you know, we got a lot of great people to come in here and support us, Lyle, and we do. Chad. A lot of great people. PA Catfish yeah. Seeker. That's a new one. I have seen uh, them around a little bit. DMV. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. What's How you up? doing? Hey, I couldn't get that, John. Man, I, I was trying to click it. It wasn't <laughs> working, man. I held it, and it was like, hey, save the link. I was like, oh, yeah, let's put that in Google, and it worked. <laughs> Always best to use it in Google Chrome. Yeah. Hey, All right, why in? That's the main thing. The thing on on here live on my tablet. I was trying to find y'all and up oh, there now it's working. Whatever. <laughs> Jeff Baker. Right, sound off up here. We got you in now though. All right. That's right. Sometimes oh, it yeah, can be aggravated, especially if nobody's ever been on one of these shows. You right, do no, have to go off of it. Am I like way something. down here? Yeah. <laughs> you look almost as short as Lyle. Now I'm all way up there. What's up, guys? There you go. <laughs> you have this much <laughs> trouble when you're setting stuff up out on the riverbank? What to do with it be what it is, everybody? How y'all doing? Uh -oh. <laughs> can you can you hear us okay? get my wires and all that good stuff yeah I'll, I'll, bet that is a, I'll bet that is a job getting all that stuff oh, yeah, I hear y'all clearly I got y'all on bluetooth in my ear all right <laughs> oh man yeah. how you been baby don't hear us I've been doing pretty good. 
Have I you? My beard off. Everybody's like, "What's going on? Who are you?" My daughter looked at me and she said, "You don't look like my daddy." <laughs> <laughs> so it does look like we got about a five second delay for for you to hear us. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to uh, give him plenty of time to answer. Oh man, yeah. that's savage. That's, that's booty cheeks. I'm trying to hear y'all through the tablet, man. That's messed up. That's that's, that would be why. If, yeah. Oh man, that might pick up the mic too. Let's see. Let's see what's going on. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Take y'all off the Bluetooth over here and connect y'all to the other device. Yeah, because you're gonna have yeah. a delay. There's always a delay from Streamyard to YouTube, so it's oh, always good to. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said, and man. It's a, it's beauty and it's a bigger delay if you're using a second device, not the one you signed in on. Yeah. yeah. Well, we about to we about to try to fix this issue. That's cool. Yeah, Chad Law. Wampus had to shave his beard off for work when this COVID first thing first broke out. And he's got a 17-year-old kid, and I forget the other ages. None of his kids ever seen him without a beard. Oh, wow. And he had man, to shave it off. Oh, that's why, because do not disturbs on. So, y'all, can I hear y'all yet? Yeah. I don't think I could do it, Patriot. I, I, this is like a part of me right now. You know, it's for I'm having such an issue, life. man. Such That's technical right difficulties. That's all right. Man. You get yourself straightened out, and we'll start chatting with you. <laughs> right while now, you're just talking to yourself, and that's cool. I do it all while the time. We're waiting on him to get everything lined out. I I got a package in the mail this week um, from Fishing Frustrations UK. Um, and he sent me some decals. It was really cool. I, I wasn't expecting it. Didn't know what it was. Never seen an address or uh, envelope addressed like that before. And I opened it up and found them decals in there. So you know what I did? I loaded him up with some swag from Catfish Weekly and Panfish Weekly. It's really we, weird. It won't pick up the sound in my headset. We shipped it right back off to the UK. Oh, that's so we be getting that in a couple of days. Oh, that's but DMV, it might be because you probably got your head, your Bluetooth headsets set up for your tablet first, and they're not switching over to your phone. Oh, it's connected you might turn to it. Tablet off to do it's it. It's connected to it right now for audio and uh, everything. That's why I'm confused. It's not moving the sound from the phone to my headset. This is very strange. You might just take the take take them out and just use the uh, regular audio from your phone. Yeah, yeah, I was trying not to have all the feedback of my phone, but we'll see what happens. That's booty cheeks. There, escape. Right, y'all hear me on the uh, mic? Irvin, uh, feedback or not? D. Nope, good. Catfish right. and Dream, Sharina, Mud Tramp, Creole, hey, Catfish and Fever Outdoors. Have you got it now, buddy? Maybe. <laughs> 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 now we know why I'm always late for a show. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, things happen. I things sure happen. Hey, don't feel oh, bad, man. DMV. I come sliding sideways in here too, buddy. I was late too. <laughs> I was over there clicking the link and stuff. I was talking to my daughter. She just got her license, my oldest daughter. Uh -huh. That made me a grandpappy. Sweet. 
congratulations on on the grandbaby. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that was like that was a while ago. She just got her license now. That was like uh, seven months ago. That's still fresh. I see Keith in here from fishing and stuffs in here watching tonight. Hey Keith, be seeing you real soon. Yes, sir. Fishing and finds. We got a lot of great people in here tonight. So as we DMV, you're ready for the show. Hey, you know, I mean, we're working now, man. As long as I ain't got feedback on there. I was trying to not have the feedback having a headset on, but apparently that wasn't working out. Trying you to really you got the volume. Out. As long as you got the volume cut off on a second device, usually you don't get yeah. too much feedback. Yeah, yeah we're I good. Was thinking, uh, the feedback on the device I'm using, I'm always turning all the sounds off on that thing, you know. Right. I guess Aren't I could have used my good? microphone, but maybe next time I'll use my big old headset. I got a headset over there with a Bluetooth wireless thing, you know. I didn't set it up. <laughs> I use the KISS method. I keep it simple, stupid. I'm not a tech-savvy guy, so... But I love about your show and your lives is that you are bait fishermen and you dedicate a lot of time to bait fishermen. I've got a boat, but I love my bait fishing. It's like I said on the show the other night, it's nostalgic to me. Like to grandpa and daddy sitting on the bait by, by a little campfire and the lamp, little old kerosene lanterns. I love it. Uh, I appreciate you taking us on the journey that you spend out there doing it. Son, you put some good fish on the bank. Yeah, weird fact is I have a kayak that I've never used since I started YouTube. The day I started YouTube, they got put on a wall. Wow. And now I have a float tube, so I'm going to get back out there on the float tube. So now I'm going to be like, you know, I got to bring the kayak out there. If I'm going to be out there in a float tube with my feet dangling with them snapping turtles. I'll say I yes. heard you've been snapping turtle trying to eat the side of my leg off. There's some big snapping turtles. <laughs> I've heard you talk about that new float tube. Oh, yeah. I mean, I took pictures yeah. of it during Christmas and stuff. I was going to buy it, <clears throat> and my mom bought it for Christmas. She was like, here you go. Merry Christmas. I was like, oh, snap. And then I'm, like, waiting all the way to spring so I can use it. And I'm like, tax season. Come on, tax season. Come on, tax season, because I'm getting out there. Hey, I was hey, out there walking in the water the other day. I was like, it ain't too bad. I can swim out here. Oh, we're good. Yep. Float tips coming soon. I can't wait. What is your water temperature out there in the Potomac? Oh, I don't know, but, you know, I spent about a couple minutes with my legs dangling in it. And after the first minute, it felt like, you know how when you get in the ocean, and you know, it's cold at first, and then all of a sudden, you're good. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> you pull your legs out, and they kind of blue looking. Oh, man. I find that out after like an hour, and you're all numb. And you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, it's so yeah. thin. <laughs> You might want to wait for a warm up just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking yeah. for me, what water temperature would have to be at least sixty. Uh, I don't know. That water sixty degree water still cold, but yeah, it yeah. is. But you might be able to handle it for a little while. Sixty. I don't think at fifty or fifty five. I don't think I can handle that. I think well, it depends upon how hot it is outside. If it's like seventy five, eighty outside, I'll deal. Yeah, 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 maybe so. That cool water can really take it like up the of you, day though. Before yesterday, it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh man! So yeah. just just be careful, even if if you do that, the the water can be deceiving, and it can slowly yes. drain you versus quickly drain you, like that you know forty degree water. 
Yeah, um, it actually is more dangerous because it can start yeah. dropping your core temperature and you're not really noticing it because yeah. you haven't oh, yeah, got them slippers yet. Yep. That's why getting out in that ocean in the middle of the wintertime half drunk, man, people be getting messing mm -hmm. people up. Yep, and that's what happens to them a lot of times, and they don't realize it's happening to them. Yep. Uh, sure enough. I'm so happy I quit huh. drinking years ago, man. I used to do some dumb stuff. <laughs> wow. I think we've all been there and done that. Yeah, that's good. When we were growing up, we didn't have no, we didn't have cameras, cell phones with cameras, and nothing like that. So now ain't nobody can hold that stupid junk over our heads now. <laughs> no, no, that's right. <laughs> I think I was like uh, sixteen or something when everybody started getting cell phones, and it was like very few people had them. Yeah. And then when I graduated high school, I, it was like right around then I got my own cell phone. I think I was like 16 because my grandfather was six. So everybody had to contact me. So yeah. like it was like Valentine's Day. My mom was like, here's a cell phone. You got to drive grandpappy around and all that, you know? Yeah. So but it's a it's a good thing now. Now we get to share memories, uh, you know, with family and stuff that's not local. A lot of our fishing we could take out there. And it actually makes a good recording device for those fishing trips. When you're out there by yourself, you might get home, forget to write down in your journal, but you can go back to that picture and say, okay, I do remember this. And you can fill out them journals later. Is something, do you keep journals on what's running and what time of year in the waters that you bank, and, bank fish? Banking fish, duh. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. You know, I've fished. I mean, I've been in this local area for a very long time, so it's pretty much I know which areas are the best during what seasons for the most part and what temperatures of water. And I know a couple of areas that's pretty much good all year. Like that mud hole that y'all see me fish at? Yeah. Spring, summer, winter, fall, all year you can catch fish in that spot. So if I can't catch fish in nowhere else, I'm going to work my way there. Now, what, what, what is it about that? What is it about that spot? Do you think that is it has you know, year round? Several depth levels, like off to the left, it's really deep, and then like in the middle, it's like during the spring you want to cast closer. There's like a sandbar that runs about like 50 feet out, 50 yards out, and then it drops completely. So during the winter and like. You know, deep fall time, like late fall, you want to cast past the sandbar. You know, during summer and all that, you cast on the uh, shallower part. Man, they're all over the banks. There's hmm. that video with my boy Jake, man. He caught that 67-pounder in that spot. That's pretty good fish right there. Thank you so much, Mark. We appreciate yeah. it very much. Well, the reason I asked about DMV, about journals, is you said something about taking your son fishing. Well, guess what? That son might want to look back at your journals years I mean, from I keep, now. I keep a couple of journals about things about the channel. These are right. my two different books. Right. But uh, it, it's not generally about, like, the waters or anything like that. I stop. I stop. You know, I just, you know, I just go off of memories till I start going in new waters. Because as soon as I get my license, I'm going to the James River. I'm getting jello about that river, and I'm going up there. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, guessing uh, that um, hopefully uh, you have I, a, my license back. I think you have a working relationship with Has Life. 
Uh, I mean, I've, n- I've never really like done a show with him or anything like that. I mean, eventually, uh, hopefully we're going to do some collaborations and stuff like that. I mean, he, has, he has made a comment with, uh, everybody in chat. Else, but I've never made it, you know, because I'm a slacker. He has made a comment in chat. Mm. Cheeks <laughs> of the oh, booty. Where you, where, you, where you at, man? Oh, dang. What was this comment, man? <laughs> cheeks of the booty. <laughs> booty cheeks. Cheeks of the booty. <laughs> is he blue or is he gray, man? Because I'm going to look through everybody's name. Um, I think he's gray. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he is. those are harder people to find. We had so <laughs> many people that was was moderators on here, and we had issues with some of it. And it's easier just to have a few to do a really good job than to have a whole bunch and nobody really know what's going on. So we trimmed down the uh, moderator stuff, and some guys really got mad about it. But it's not a beep, it's beep. not a not a status symbol for us. It's a uh-huh. job, thankless job. That somebody has to do. Oh, please ask DMV if booty cheeks is a term of endearment or a slang. <laughs> <laughs> booty cheeks is anything that makes me want to say any bad words, cuss, you know, mm. any derogatory statement, you know, anybody do anything to me, an animal try to come and bite me, everything's booty cheeks. <laughs> If it's bad news, it's booty cheeks. That's pretty much what it is. (laughs) Well, you know, and it's hard because especially being a YouTuber and, you you know, you're a live kind of guy. So, you know, you really do need to watch the language and stuff to, you know, and and it's hard because, you know, I've edited videos where I've had to edit 200 cuss words that my wife set out. And you get get them special words like that, that, you know, it helps. You know, tell Man, everybody that that's what you're thinking, but you remember yeah. the live stream with the F you guy to come out the woods and then he showed up and going again on me later oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. All the time he was out there. He just hovering over me in COVID season. F F F bomb F bomb. He's watching the chat and everything, trying to say hi to people and going F bomb F bomb. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I run What'd a live stream and it's a clean show, bro. And you yeah, know, I said something to him twice and he kept on cussing. You should have just looked like, man, that's booty cheeks. Yeah, I know, man. If you didn't know some of the other local people I know, like, they're the ones that cut the steps out of one of the spots I fish at. But I didn't know him, but I knew his buddy. So I socially hung up, like, I, I was trying to, you know, talk to, and then he's over there giving my spots out. Like, <laughs> Willie's like, man, I heard y'all word for word about all those spots, man. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I guess you was you seen some of them people come in there like that on Chunky a couple of times when that COVID was really he'd stop them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. I don't, don't come any closer. <laughs> I get tickled at him, but I do understand where he was coming from. Uh, at that time, we didn't know if it was serious or not serious. Of course, I've never thought it was, but that's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. Uh, but he didn't, he wasn't taking no chances. When I was in the woods with my boy Charlie, when COVID season was just started, and the freaking homeless people took over the spot and creeped up on us and was just oh, talking and cussing in the background. I, this is my fishing hole, man. I, I was remember like, man, that. COVID, man, get away from me, man. And I'm That's trying right. not to get mad about the camera because I try to keep everything nice, man. But if the camera wasn't running, I probably would have been a different, uh, 
yeah. it would have been a different me out there with all them people. Yeah. Like as soon as he would have started cussing, I would have stood up, you know, but you guys are there and you know, you know, you know, we can't have that Irish temper coming out, you know. I understand. <laughs> but sometimes sometimes you have to shut the camera off. You know? you know, I didn't learn until after that, after they got me my first copyright, you know, I got it to disappear and all that, but they were just jamming music. No, when I was live streaming and stuff, and the, the younger people that were jamming music were like, calm down. He's live streaming. Calm down. It's okay. But they're the ones giving me a freaking copyright. Yeah. So the one yeah. Was trying to fight me because it's his fishing hole and he lives there. But I've been fishing there since way before those dudes even knew what that fishing hole was. They didn't yeah. even know it was a fishing hole. Before they got pushed out in it. Yeah. Well, you say one of my live streams, I had to shut it off, and that daggum guy turned and run right down across every line I had out there in the water. Yeah. And the dog doing that on purpose. that stuff on regular YouTube, so I just let it roll. I would hope that I could think quick enough to shut it off before I said something. I, I'm not sure that I could. I'll let y'all know. Y'all going to see a live show one day. Somebody's going to get beefy and touch me, and it's going to click a switch, and that's going to be a totally different person on that live show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have to edit the last, like, five minutes of the show off, just like I did the copyright video. <laughs> just on YouTube, what's it say? I know what you mean, man. But that's fishing. You know, you it, never it know what you're going to run into, whether four-legged animals or the two-legged animals. It it's all like happens, and it's going to happen, and I'm yeah. very mean towards kayakers when they do something off camera. But on camera, I'm like, man, can you just get away from my lawn? Come man, booty cheeks, yo. Otherwise, I'm, I'm wading out there trying to go after them. You know, I'm like, you better start paddling. <laughs> Take three of my lines downstream. I'm coming for you. And if you're hooked up, I'm bringing you to the bank, yo. I got 60-pound line, bro. Let's come. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they can out paddle that. <laughs> Well, DMV, yeah, honestly, I mean, I think that's one of the attractions that, that people really enjoy watching watching your streams. I mean, is you have a different thing about you, right? You have a per, your person. It's, you know, it's all about your personality. Not to mention, you can tear some fish up. I mean, you've you've had. I know that one night I was sitting watching. You caught what twenty seven? I think it was twenty eight fish, and we were just under that four hundred pound line. Yeah. And then, uh, Josh was trying to get me to stay a little bit longer just to get to the 500 pounds. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm you sure know, we would have got them that day. They just kept coming. Do you have a, a time frame of how long that you can stay? Like certain holes, I don't normally fish at certain hours. But if I'm already live streaming and I'm planning on staying, I'll just stay up. I know it might be three, four hours of just dead stop stuff, but I know it'll pick up a little bit later. And we might pick up a couple fish in between, but, you know, yeah. certain times of the year, like during the wintertime, I like to fish during, like, you know, the afternoon hours for the most part. But we do a lot of night shows, so I've done a lot of nighttime fishing during the wintertime, which isn't my normal. Now, you've been out there when it was pretty damn cold a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But too bad, we don't get it like, you know, in negative degrees like other, you know, no, so it's not no. so bad. It's just like around freezing or just below sometimes. And, you know, since I got the buddy heater, it's a whole new world out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I brought that little tent. 
tent. That's what I was going to say. You got that tent now, too. You yeah. can put it in. Yeah, it yeah, holds that, that heat awesome. in. Heck yeah, I had awesome. no clue it was going to have that reflective sheet inside of it, but it's supposed to keep you warm in the shower while you're showering outside. But I had no clue. But that thing gets hot in the sun. If you don't have a heater in there and it's hot outside or just sunny, it could be cold outside, but the sun heats that room up. Because I've used it as a bathroom in certain spots just because I, I didn't want to be in it. But as soon as I walked in it, it was like a sauna, but it's freezing outside. Yeah. It just heats up from the sun. Well, that's like the enclosure on our boat. If you've got it all zipped up, uh, there's enough clear plastic on it. If the sun's shining, you're looking for a zipper to unzip some of it. Mm. Well, so it just start insulating that stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, it gets pretty hot. We've, we've had to. Mo uh, Creek said, I'm a trick. Yep, he is correct about that. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely sometimes, you know, I've watched myself on the camera and I'm like, yeah, man. High energy, high energy. What got you started in uh, in live streaming? Um, I never planned to be a live streamer. I did uh, my first live stream when I hit a thousand, you know, a subs and, you know, I'd I told everybody I'd do a live stream when I hit a thousand. So as soon as I got to a thousand, I, I did it. And immediately I got my uh my hours in because I was 200 hours shy. The first live stream put me way over the 200 hours because there was a lot of people in my first live stream. So uh, everybody was like started advertising me as the all night live streamer. And it was like. My second time out there, I think I did a six-hour show one time, and I did an eight-hour show, and then I just continued doing it because people wanted me doing it, I guess. Yeah. Well, Wasn't the original plan at all, it, especially not to be out there all night. I mean, I fish like that anyway, but not on camera all night, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of fun, and um, some nights you're out there by yourself. Other nights you have people with you. Uh, one of the things that, that impresses me is you, you fish a majority uh, or a, a, a group of different places, but you're not at the same place all the time. No, I try not to do the same location back to back, but if I know a spot's a really good spot, sometimes I'll use it twice if, in the same light. If it's you a know, hot I'm spot, like, yeah. I'll come on Tuesday and I'm like, I know it hit real good on Tuesday. We're going on Saturday. You know, right. Just, oh, yeah. How yeah, much? Most of the time, I try to skip back and forth, but sometimes I'll hit a hole or another hole before I go live, and it's doo doo brown. How, I'll go, how much? Is, times, um, I caught like five or six fish before I start a live stream, and I'm like, okay, this spot's working. Then I, but I'll schedule the live stream, and unfortunately, that 45 minutes to the live stream starts, I'm catching fish. So that's how we had like, what was it, like an hour and 45 minutes till I started live stream. And that's where I made that six fish video from uh, my last video. Well, other than that freaking monster bass video. How much do you think um, not having signal affects you from the places you go? Uh, not at all. Okay, my so you've got signal we everywhere. Sometimes we get a little fuzzy, but we never like. Uh, only time we drop is because somebody called DMV forgets to plug the phone in. Oh, then we'll come back up and <laughs> plug it in. If I can do it fast enough where it says resume, we're good. But you know, most of the time, you know, I got to start a new one. Okay. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of dead spots here, is why I ask. And uh, say we go to the lake, 
will go one direction on the lake and you got signal all day. You go the other direction on the lake and you're in and out constantly. And I didn't know if you're running around here. There's a lot of towers. Yep. So yeah. So Verizon has towers everywhere in the uh, DMV area. So I'm not losing service unless I go to the boondocks, like way, way out there. Okay. They got towers everywhere. Sometimes you can get underneath that umbrella and not get a signal and be almost right beside a tower, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes when I go to, like, basement levels in an elevator, I'll lose it. Or, like, in some, uh, like, basement levels of, like, garages, I'll lose service. But other than that, I always have service. So you're you're in a fairly populated area as well, right up that up that way. That's I live probably why. Five minutes big outside DC, five minutes outside Virginia. Yeah, I'm so right yeah, on that's the probably line. why. That's yeah. why I named it DMV because I'm like, literally, there's a bridge to Virginia, DC, and I live right here. It's like, I'm in the DMV. That's it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like it. Getting scared. And, afternoon. Afternoon. Now, now we see uh we don't see chunky cats getting on any flatheads. Now do you I I'm hoping that Chunky will give me a holla and I will tell him an accessible spot where his wagon will go if he uses live bait. I don't know about live bait eel eel. I ain't I ain't never caught him on live bait eel, but I don't use live bait eel, so you know I don't know. But <laughs> Them little eels, they probably would tear them up. The skinnier, smaller ones, but the big yeah. ones, I don't, I don't think so. But maybe. Well, they'd probably wrap up all in the line. You'd probably have a mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't like, that's why I don't mess with eels. Like, when I catch an eel, I'm pissed because they mess my rigs up. Just I'm like, oh. So, I don't even, like, when I heard him trying to throw a live bait eel on there one day, I was like, oh, my God. I thought it was going to be a bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're not real small either. <laughs> Have you ever no, got one in a dip net? Like, oh my god! Have you ever got one in a dip net? What I thought was going to happen. <laughs> if you ever get one in a dip net, you'll never forget it. They'll weave their way through nearly every hole in that net. Uh, really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're trying to get out, but they don't know how to do it because yeah, they don't yeah. know what they're in. So. If it's very big, it's it's quite challenging. Especially if you got one of them nets that's got like the one inch holes in it, they'll yep. weave and yes, yep. yes, they're there. and See, slimy, nasty. We oh. have we have eels that run up our 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 smaller rivers, and they say the Ohio, but I've never seen them. But more so in the smaller river, I'd think it'd be fun to go catch those. We used to catch them a lot on the Mississippi, but I haven't caught one now in a lot of years. We used to have a fair minute in Wyoming. The CNO Canal this past year. I don't normally catch eel in the canal. We used them for bait that day. I used I caught a snakehead while I was bait fishing, and I caught an eel that day and a whole bunch of panfish. So they both went out there for bait that night. We caught flathead on cut bait snakehead too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we catch a lot of flathead on cut bait here in Wiley. A lot of flatheads on cut bait. Yeah, apparently they love snakehead. If you get a snakehead, you know, save a little bit of that for bait and see how well that works. I was dumbfounded in fall how well that worked. Really? Oh, yeah. We had tons of, I think we even got a trifecta in that video. Hmm. 
Actually, awesome. it might have even been a live stream. I think I just started live streaming when that. Yep, we, it was live streaming, and it was in the coyote hole. Oh, the coyote hole. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> they were eating something off in the distance, and that same night we were hearing a boar off in the distance. There's only been a couple of them spotted, and I don't know where they have been. Apparently, I, I don't know why they didn't cross the bridge. There is bridges all up and down Virginia, but they said they crossed the water when the water was so shallow. And that's how the bobcats got it. It's like, but there's a bridge. I mean, at nighttime, any animal can cross the bridges. So, I mean, why wouldn't they just cross the bridge? Why do they have to cross the shallow river? But that was their excuse for how the wild animals, like some of the animals that aren't normally, like we didn't have any like coyotes or anything like that in our area. But yeah. in the past, like, I don't know, four or five years, uh, more uh, wild animals started showing up. They spotted the bobcats and the freaking coyotes and boars. And I'm like, where'd these things come from, yo? I'm not down with it. I'm hearing them out there fishing. <laughs> I well, think they're just looking for the booty cheek you leave behind. Uh, that's right. Man, probably all that bait smell I leave. like Because I just be leaving stuff all around, <laughs> collect my stuff, throw it out. But all my cut bait, you know, I throw it right next to me, right on the bank. Because if I run low on bank, uh, bait, I might throw one of those pieces that look a little fresh still up in, uh, you know. This is not always bad when I take it off the hook. I just change right. it out because I want it fresher. So then all the raccoons swarm my bait that's sitting right next to my rod. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why they're always out there is because I always have bait swarmed right next to the bank, right next to my rods. Maybe they, they got a memory. You. Maybe they won't yeah. bother you too bad if you kept them well fed. Well, I do in that one spot that has life in me be sharing sometimes. You know, he goes out there, I go out there, you know. But uh, there's like a family of uh, raccoons that live on the left-hand side. Of the, they'll come up the creek bed right up on the hill right there and start eyeballing me. And I just chunk bait over there sometimes, like little tail sections. So they, they come out there around like 11 o'clock at night regularly. Yep. And they don't they remember that, buddy. Yep. They, they won't forget. I so, see the more anglers don't in here tonight. feed wild animals. No, <laughs> no that's that keeps them coming back. Yeah, yeah like uh, they tell you not to do it. They they tell yeah. you strictly don't do it. Yeah, so I probably shouldn't be doing that on video, you know, especially live feeds. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Junior Proctor wanted to know, Lyle, was you making the trip out here to fish with? I mean, coming out here to the tournament? We will be leaving oh, really early on a Thursday morning. So, yeah, we're I well, hope you got your shoulder good and exercise because you're going to you're gonna be doing a lot of this. Yep. Yeah. You're going to be shaking a lot of hands. I hope so. DMV, you are to come down and there's plenty of bank fishing going on down here, buddy. And that tournament could be one off the bank right there where we're putting out. Very well, good. I come out there on the float tube. There you go. Yeah, my fins that came with the junks was like this, right? I just ordered fins that are like, you know, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some freaking flapping. Ain't no turn taking me away. I'm going backwards because it's weird. You got to go backwards. So when you're yeah. driving that thing, you got to like, where am I going? Need you to put your rear view mirror on it. Yeah, for yeah. real. And so <laughs> with with fins like that, you might be able to tr do some kind of special thing against Haslife in that new boat he's got and see who can outdo who. 
question. You know they have that, uh, you know, the propeller you can buy for a drill. Yeah. They sell it for yeah. like 55 bucks or something on Amazon. Would that consider a motored boat? Because I could put that drill right in my little pouch right there, strap the freaking. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to sound like a tool man. Twenty-four volt lithium-ion battery drill. You ready to roll? Hey, oh, man. I am thinking about buying it, but I don't know if that changes the restrictions of my uh, float tube. It does it attach to your? Does does it attach no, to the device? Then no, time. I don't think it does. Nope. Oh Just snap! <laughs> it's all if you, don't know what we're getting. If you I, I believe <laughs> you would have to have it physically mounted to it to be considered. Yeah. I think that's that. the restriction that made me want to buy it. And there like something I was looking in Maryland rules about boating. If it's uh mounted like gas powered, you can't use it in a lot of place or places, but uh battery powered you can, but like it I think mounted was the one hundred percent word for both uses. Yes. So yeah, man, we about to buy one of those things, yo. Because I'm doing that. <laughs> you know how much current I gotta fight out here, especially if you know the tide's going one way or the other. Oh yeah, that's that's a whole new world right there. Yeah. Forget paddling with my feet till that battery died. Got to bring a couple yep. batteries with. <laughs> yeah. I see the Baltimore anglers in here, and oh, fishing. I, I saw here say hi to everybody. Yeah, fishing with Rob with Robbie's in here, and last night late, Robbie had a video come out. If you guys get a chance, go over and look at it. It's a catch and cook video for a young man and his buddy fishing. It was well done for their first time like that. Um, congratulations on a great job, Robbie. I love it. I love the excitement them guys. That them guys have. I can't wait to meet him. We're going to meet him out there this weekend. You hey, see this yeah. right here? I see that. I got this made to represent when I started YouTube. So it says DMV Whisker King, you know, and it says since, you know, 2018, because that's when I started YouTube. So then uh, I liked mine so much that I had to order one for Haslife and Chunky with special, you know, writings on it, you know, for them, you know, like King of Bling and, you know, Sweet Doggy and all that. So they both have one of these knives coming too. So that's we got nice. some nice. Heavy duty bait knives, or walk up on me in the woods now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you might be. Uh, you keep feeding them uh, coyotes and. Um, yeah, I don't want to feed the coyotes, man. No, no, nah, man. Oh my I don't goodness, throw bait at No, no, no. You might be fighting fighting them off soon. I've never had to worry about them, but last year I was stalked by three of them on my way changing holes. You know how I change holes in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was walking to another hole in the middle of the fall last night, and they were all behind me at first coming up the path. Then I just start walking, and then there's two off on one side, and then one still following me up the path. And then I lost track of one of them that was following me. I thought he was cutting me off. Man, tell you, that 15-minute walk out of the woods was terrifying. When I got up to the towpath of the canal, all of them just faded back into the woods. Yeah, they, I thought I was about to be. I thought I was their bait. I was dinner. They can smell that bait on you. Yeah, my whole body probably smelled like cut bait. You know, because I wiped that much on my legs. Oh my god, my bags, my fishing rods. 
And I was carrying uh, a lot of stuff. I had a big old cooler dragging out of the woods that day. Oh, my God. Now, how do you pursue your spots and find your different spots? Do you ever depend on Navionics or Google Earth or anything to help you choose certain spots that you fish? Maryland side, generally where I live, there's no uh, depth chart. So you can't do anything here. In D.C., I did. I figured out all the depth charts, the places I can legally bank fish, because it's a spot off of one of the bases I really want to fish. But you ain't allowed to fish the bank there. So, you know. I, I ain't gonna go over there because I ain't getting arrested by you know the military, but uh, float, they got good depths out there for wintertime. But that's how I found that spot that's uh, that uh, Chunky uh, has been at a lot. I saw that on the depth charts and I was like, oh, this is a good spot. It's a good spot, and it's hit pretty good too. It's a pretty regulatory during the seasons too. Uh, wintertime you can get a fair amount because it's got deep holes, but if you cast a little, same as that other spot. <laughs> but I don't tend to get flatheads there. It's not as rocky there, so. But if you go further down towards like Georgetown area, it gets real rocky. The further you go down, so more flatheads show up down that way. That's what I was going to ask. So I've noticed or I've heard that it's like certain parts is where the flatheads are on the Potomac. So I was yeah, going to ask is that why? Ground and there's a whole bunch of flat. Like it might be deep, but it's not rocky at all. So they. They just stick to them rocky areas. They just love that. That's the only structure they really nice got, ain't it? Yeah. And then well, they can like, you into them rocks. Yeah. That's what they it sounds like. That's the only structure braid. they can find. Yeah. Flatheads is the reason I stopped using braid. They dug me up oh. behind them freaking rocks one too many times and just snapped my braid clean off like a pair of scissors. Yeah, it's uh, rocks are pretty tough on braid. It is, I mean, it's tough on mono too, but not quite as bad as your braid. Uh, yeah, I can get it coming back all scratched up. That's fine. As long as I get it to come back, I'll just change exactly. it out. But <laughs> braid will just whoop, gone. That, that's why I like mono more. What kind of rig when you're chasing the flatheads down there in that rocky area? What kind of rig are you usually throwing out there? Um, I tend to pretty much throw the same rig my most times, you know, I'm just on the bottom and sometimes it depends upon like if I'm in a real rocky area, I'm going to put, you know, the base going to be on a swivel in the middle and he's just going to be running around in circles and, you know, we right. got our finger down, but you know, I'm always bottom rigged most of the times, but right. if it's real rocky, I'll change it up. I do keep like live bait rigs with me, but I don't use them right. like barely at all. Because I, I tend to just hook them right there on the bottom. They're just swimming on the bottom. You know, the flatheads like to be down there on the bottom anyway. So I get a better chance of catching the flatheads and the blue if I just keep my bait closer to the bottom, I guess. So I just tend to do that because I figured I get more fish that way. It might not be the species I'm generally after all the time. But if I sit it down there, I'll get everything. You know, it's a, it, I get trifectas more often when I do it on the bottom. Okay. At least There's my question, question. I don't know what happens when I switch up because everything's going to be new for me. <laughs> You're going to read that, Chad, the weekend anglers question? That, that's exactly the question I was get, looking at there, Mr. Patriot. Is okay. So, question for DMV from the weekend angler. Do you have any secrets for not getting snagged when bringing lines back in while bank fishing? No fish on. He donates a lot of hardware to the river while bank fishing. That's because he's a ditch pickler. 
Yeah, he does like yeah. those pictures. <laughs> I donate a lot of stuff to the river too, but uh, yeah. I've upgraded my line over and over and over. I when I was doing this for years, it was twenty pound mono. But I got tired of breaking off like 60 plus fish and never getting to touch them other than, oh, I touched your face. and But I used to never use grippers. I didn't use nets. I just grabbed them out the water, pulled them onto the bank. I didn't weigh them. I looked at my fish, maybe sent a picture to somebody and I threw them back in the water. YouTube is a whole new story. You know, so yeah. uh, I had to get the scales, had to get the grippers. And then everybody got mad at me because I'm hanging my fish from the grippers. And they're like, dude, you got 50 pound fish hanging from grippers. Dog, can you get a, yeah. a sling? So then yeah. we started using the Ikea bag because uh catterman said something to me. And I was like, all right, I'll be nicer to my fish. I do catch some yeah. big fish. They do have their jaws. When you catch the big fish, you will displace their jaw. They can't eat properly. They will die. Yeah. So yeah, if you got a fifty pound fish and you're just hanging him by his jaw, being happy, <sighs> you can dislodge his jaw, which means he can't close jaw. his mouth properly to eat yeah. his fish, right. and he just ends up dying. So I understood yeah. that, and I changed my tactics up because, you know, input from other people. But Catterman right. is the reason I use a sling. He right. asked to me, me to, and I was like, "Yeah, I got you. I got you. yeah." To me, anything over like twenty pounds really that puts way too much pressure on the jaw at any point, and it, yeah. it you stand a chance of really breaking or messing up that fish. Yeah, yeah. Lately, um, I do them all in a sling. Ten right. pounds, especially a flathead. A flathead's jaw can be broke right in the middle, real easy. Oh yeah, because uh, they got yeah. But one of the things I always do when I bank fish, if I know like down there at South Pole where I was talking about, you can throw out and hit the river channel. That river channel we think's got some slate on it. It will cut your line just touching it. What I always do is usually use a long rod, and as soon as I pick up and reel down tight, I will snatch that stuff up off of the bottom and yep. hold it as high as I can and speed reel it till I know I'm getting it up over, bring that stuff to the surface. Jeff Manning makes weights that actually's got like a wing on them. And when it comes up off the bottom, it will, like an airplane wing, it will bring that weight straight to the surface and help bring your rig upward. That's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say, like too. Is it in my head. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. Just like you're setting it. Yeah. Just like you're setting it on a fish. Set yep. that real hard to pull it straight up off the bottom and and reel as fast as you can to get it up off there. And then you should be good most of the time. But once in a while, it'll work against you if they happen to be a tree sitting by and you just set that hook in that top <laughs> picking tree, then, you yeah. know, it, it don't really matter then. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've set the hook on many a tree. <laughs> What's going on, regulators? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's... We got some good people, but it is. Bank fish is so much fun, and it can be a lot of work, like you talking about DMV, moving a couple times in a night. Uh, you know, it can be a lot of work, but it can also pay off good. Uh, the reason I was talking about using Google Earth is that it actually has a timeline up top. Uh-huh. And you can go backwards through that timeline and you can see low water levels and stuff like that and find structure that normally you can't find. I've been whored by Google Earth. I've seen water, like 
four or five big old pond looking things. So I go back and deep into the woods to them. You know, I got it spot locked and everything. So yeah. I'm walking straight to it. You know, I got my spot. You know, it's GPS right to it. Big old empty mud holes. No water <laughs> at all for like years. But Google Earth still shows water. Yeah. I'm like, screw you, Google. <laughs> no, go back to the timeline. No water here as far as I know of. All we do is got dry desert land. I'm like, no, nah, that's mud holes. Yeah, just go back through the timeline. Up to the top, go back through the timeline, and then you can see if there's any fluctuations or whatever. Because uh, you're around a pretty populated area, so Google Earth really updates a whole lot more than it does further away from cities mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They might not update once every year or every two years. Or around cities, they probably update once a month. Uh, but them low water areas, if you go back through the timeline, can tell you a lot of great secrets, buddy. A lot of great secrets. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I've used it a lot. And if you look right there where, where I told the guys to bank fish at, there's a river channel. You can flip a quarter from the bank and hit the river channel. And oh. if you don't look at Navionics, you'll never know it. And if you rear back and throw it with everything you got, then you're going to throw across the river channel. Every and hit on a flat. Navionics sitting on my float tube in the long run. I bet you if, if I don't end up drowning or flipping over in that thing, we're going to have that thing hooked up. <laughs> yep. I'm already, like, I want so much stuff, but, you know, wanting and being able to, you know, get mm -hmm. things. But I, I do have two new rods. They're actually sitting over here in this closet beside me. You know, I got a five foot and a six and a half rod. The six and a half is going to go on the outside. And then the five and a half is going to sit in the middle. So I can get around one. That's why one's a foot longer. So it can get around the other rod if it needs to be. But the yep. other one's going to be closest one to me. And then, and both of them got pin reels on them. One of them's a pin reel I ain't never tried before. It's a little bit smaller than my other two. But on a float tube, I don't need to cast out the other side of the river like I do on the bank. So, Right. But that's smart. Way you down it's been a long time since I've been pulled by a fish on anything, man. I can't imagine. The kayak is much bigger than this float tube. And like a 10-pound freaking catfish can pull me around on my kayak. So I can't imagine what's going to happen on this freaking float tube. <laughs> Yeah, be my luck, it'd be going round and round and round and round. Oh, that'd be crazy, yo. If a fish <laughs> started playing with, what if I hook a bull shark on a float tube? We're just going downstream. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm, I might throw the rod. If I see him, whoop, we'll buy a new one. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You know me, I'll probably try to reel him in. We gonna get him. Oh, we got a paddle on the bank too, man. Where's my where's my stuff at? <laughs> He'd be looking for the drill. Yeah. Keith, blast off is at seven o'clock, but get down there as early as possible. We're gonna try to fill up that whole side of the boat ramp. Keep them dish picklers out of that part of the boat ramp. James Docker hey, says the is really hard, hard to uh, flip the float tube. I'm not going on the um, tidal waters the first time I go out. I'm going on Maryland's side where there isn't tidal water. So I'm not going to be fighting the current like that unless there's been like a big, you know, flood recently. And I'm not going to take right. it out then. I'll wait until the water's, you know, normal, not flowing, flowing like Bill Owen. 
and then I'll take it out. I'm thinking that's a great idea. Better Me safe too. than sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start off slow, you know, baby steps. And then when I, you know, go out once, I'll be like, all right, let's go. We're going to go over, you know, and we're going to hit the, you know, tidal waters. That's I really some good want to videos over that 80 foot hole. There's some good flathead videos of people in flow tubes out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good videos. Catching some good flatheads. If that hole's 80 foot deep and there's anything in the bottom of it and you can, can maintain over top of it, you should be gold. Yeah. What if it flips me over? You know, it just won't. like a 60 pound catfish just pulls the flow tube straight over. You'll turn <laughs> loose before that happens. <laughs> Just make sure you put some uh, flotation device on your uh, rods. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a lot of stuff. I like, I got, hold on, I'm grabbing a box of floating stuff. Yeah, just remember to hit that spool and let that line spool when you need a break oh, yeah. or whatever. Loosen that drag up. This is a lot of money for the float tube in this box. <laughs> Never even been on the daggone thing. What if I hate it? You know? <laughs> It's I amazing. Know, I got water shoes. I got water shoes, and I got water shoes. You know, don't ask me, but I got a lot of water shoes. <laughs> Are you accessorizing for every outfit that you take out there? Uh huh. Are you going to accessorize for whatever outfit you go out on the float to with? You got I mean you got to you, you got to look stylish, bro. You see this? This is a, you know a bait table for Scotty Mounts. I got a yep. camera that goes here. I got a cup holder that goes here. And then I put all these things so I can dangle things and just throw them on this. So I can have all my stuff, you know, not dangling into my flow tube. But uh, I bought a whole bunch of Scotty stuff. I got the triple rod holder. And they have double straps. So I got a lot of camera mounts. Like, I got, I got, like, we got, man, hopefully I like it. Yeah, James Dockery said it's harder to flip them things over than you think. Mm -hmm. I know, I know I'm thinking, you know, but I'm thinking if anybody know how hard it'd be to turn one over, it'd be old Dockery. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking in the deep holes, though, if they pull you straight down, thank you, Chrissy. It might just flip you up if you ain't got nah. weight behind your teeth. No, I think I think you're overthinking. I think it'll be more even more like a kayak, right? I mean, yeah. you're going to compensate for that pull by leaning whichever oh, yeah, way you need and all that kind of stuff. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you'll you I think you'll be just fine, uh, buddy. I that would so be too. a stealthy way to sneak up on them old flatheads, oh, buddy. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I always uh, said about the kayakers and stuff like that. That's got to be one of the most stealthy ways without. Besides waiting to get in there to them flatheads. Yep. He's All right, we're gonna take out some rods with a ceiling fan. So I got the pin squall jumps right here, the six foot, and I forget what the littler one I bought was. It's the pin rival. Has anybody used this? It, let me I see. That's not. I have I have a pin rival, but I think no, I'm sorry, I have the pin warfare. I have the pin warfare. Okay, this is the pin rival 15. I got the 30 uh squall and I got the 50 squall. I was thinking about putting like the 30 on this one and the 50 on the other one, you know, just to overcompensate, but I didn't think I need it like you know, my whole spool of line on each reel, you know. 
It's yeah, not like things, I can see fishing. They have very big spools on on the pin uh, reels. Um, these squalls are crazy, man. I could break off a thousand times and still be good. <laughs> DMV, you got any? You got any suggestions on new people that's just getting into catfishing that? They're going to start out bank fishing and stuff like that. Yeah, what they need to look for, areas they need to look for, and uh, the I safest way to set up. First, test out each spot they're trying. And, you know, depending upon the seasons, if it's wintertime, if you can find a bank that's going straight down and you got a little access at the bottom, I mean, that's going to be a deep hole right there because that water flows right down and just digs a channel. And they'd love to just sit in those spots. But, uh, man, the best thing is to just get out there. I mean, springtime, you're going to find a lot of fish running up into the channels and to the shallow spots following the bait fish. Because they're all out there breeding, and, you know, they want them. So get out there, try it with worms, catch everything under the sun. You get yourself a nice size little bait fish, put him on the hook. You're going to get yourself a nice fish. Yep. Yep. Parker Pursuit said it's got to be a it's a massive pain when you get hung up on a float tube and heavy line. Oh, I'm sure it'd be hard to break them lines. That's what my one of my biggest worries is sitting there like I have to just like let the line loose and paddle the shore well, and then break it off. But that's why you're going to have that 24 volt uh, drill. Yeah. yeah just break it. it. <laughs> I, I, I was going to land the fish. That's the real reason I want to buy it. Not to really get me to the spots. Is each time I catch a fish so I can safely get them fast and weigh them on camera. I just have my tripod or everything or set the tube up and have a camera on there. Just angle it right there or something. And each time weigh the fish right there on the bank. Because <sighs> I got a little thing on the side of my tube where I can put my little sling. So I was thinking about carrying it out there with me too and actually getting to the bank to weigh the fish on video. You know, not in live streams like that. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, just start measuring it. Just start yeah. going by length instead of weight. I do have the little thing on my lap. You know, it does have, you know, the uh, inches and stuff right there. And I guess I could have the GoPro doing it. But, I, you know, everybody wants a weight of fish when they're so big. Yeah. They're like, I want to know. <laughs> that, that's right. That's the only accurate way to do it. That formula is not that accurate, regardless right. of what people tell you. The bigger Especially the fish when they start is, getting big. Yeah, the bigger the yeah, fish the is, the more often it becomes. Oh. Yeah. You, you, if yeah. you got scales, use them. Yeah. Yeah. I did the measurements according to that. I'm only about 135 pounds. So I like, <laughs> I like, to, use the for, I like to use the formula. Uh, Laura, I do want to get a big pontoon boat. You know, I'm with everybody else that has these pontoons, man. I want uh -oh. one. I really? want a nice size pontoon boat where I can put a barbecue grill on that junks. I can hang out with family. You know, have a nice little flat platform. Ain't nobody like really gonna get seasick out there when you just cruising. I ain't trying to go out in the ocean or nothing like that, man. Got to have so a big motor. I just want a big old pontoon boat. So as soon as I get my license back, that's what I'm looking for first is a pontoon boat. Sweet. And then I'll probably never use my kayak and nothing again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been sitting for two years. It's been. I mean, it's it's coming up on two and two and a half two. Two and three quarter years that that kayak's been sitting on the wall. Come on, wow. man! <laughs> Literally, the day I started cheeks. YouTube, it started collecting dust. That, that's his booty cheeks. Yep. 
Oh, man. Everybody wanted to know how I banked fish, and that's how I started this. Instagram, I was showing fish that I landed and sometimes was putting like a minute video of a landing of a fish. And people were like, man, I want to see how you land these big fish on the bank, man. And at that point, I wasn't using nothing. So uh, for the videos, I bought grippers. And then I snapped the smaller grippers with a uh, big fish. And I was like, nope, I need the giant ones because the lips are too big. You know, one of them curled over on me and it just snapped the tip of my grips off. So I bought the bigger ones. But uh, yeah, I try to get, you know, I normally just grab a fish, look at them a little bit and put them back. You know, that's how I used to do it. But occasionally get a fit of picture if he's big enough. Chad, when he realizes that he can put his his rods on the bank and carry that kayak, and he can put his baits in further holes away from the bank and using that kayak, he'll start carrying that, that kayak with, with him, won't he? I thought yep. about doing that with a float too. Yeah. Because it's inflatable. I can put it in my cart and blow it up right there on the bank and just bring my baits out, come right back. It's another thing the drill would be good for. Just whoop, yep. whoop. Yep. You know? <laughs> He's going to make a use out of that drill one way or the other. I got yeah, ideas, is. man. I got ideas, man. You only going to make it worse. <laughs> man, well, you know, obviously I've got you. I, I want to, uh, anytime I see some some kind of good modification for that, man, you're going to be getting messages from me now. Uh, man, I see all y'all's beards. I'm missing out on it, man. That's all right. James, he only got the mustache, so he ain't got the beard going on. So, you know, we we over here, no beards. But he has a... He, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bald out here like a baby. What's going on? I, uh, I'm not used to seeing you like that. I almost didn't recognize you. Now, as man, far as your... My daughter's you, grandmother saw me today, and she was like, oh, my God, you look so handsome. I was like, <laughs> I'm caught off guard. I'm like, what? What? Oh, my hair. I got you. I was confused. Because she don't normally talk to me like that. I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James, right quick, what are you going to talk about Wednesday night on your show? I've got a, uh, of course, we're going to have you and Cindy in there. Well, maybe Cindy, she might stick her head around the camera, maybe on she us. Might. But we're going to have we're going to have Richard in here, and we're going to be discussing what's going to be taking place the morning of the tournament, what people need to expect from us, and about the weigh in. We're probably going to do a little short live that morning of the blast off because we are having a national anthem play Jimi Hendrix version, oh, electric snap. guitar and a flag raising and then a big blast of a firework to wake up the neighbors and we're going to send them down the water and then we're going to have the weigh in and uh, hopefully it can be broadcasted live. Lyle and I found us a good spot that that evening it's all going to be under shady trees. So, We'll be good to go. Uh, That's awesome because as full-figured guys, we like shade, don't we, Ted? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I just told you I'm only 135 pounds. Yeah. Well, I am not. For YouTube, Check I probably would have gained more weight this year, but these live streams, you know, I've been trying to get out there to them spots during the wintertime. Normally in the winter, I get up to like 225. I stayed around 180 this winter. Because I'm out there hiking the spots, you know, <laughs> oh, jump in and out the mud hole, fighting a foot deep of mud with your feet, losing your boots. Oh, man, it's been exercise. Yeah. This old man is definitely feeling. I don't look like an old man, but the next day, 
Oh, I look like an old man. Let you know. <laughs> hey, DMV, I tell you what I wear when I'm out tromping through places like that and bank fishing. I use wetsuit booties, the hard bottom oh. wetsuit booties. You zip them up on your feet. You can't sling them off. They're comfortable as crap, and they're they're pretty much waterproof. And you can how, tromp how through the water and the mud and stuff and shake them off in the creek and keep right on catamaran. Are they little though, or do they make long ones? No, they don't make long ones. That well, they yeah, might, but I, I never looked for them. Little. Short booties, yeah, the short yeah, booties. I just walk to get out there in the mud. Yeah, I, I right. got mud that's like at least a foot deep. I step in, so them little boots that are like just over a foot tall, like the mud level, will be right at the tip of those. So I'm just trying to oh, keep the mud out of my nosies. You know, well, trying I to mean, keep them off my pants. Right, and it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, hey, yeah. that muck boots, man. I bought them muck boots over the ones that I spent a lot more money on. And I got a good price on the muck boots because they said muck boots. And my mom was like, she looked it up before I even got home. She's like, you want these ones? They're half, they're like half price right now. And they're the ones they said. I was like, oh yeah, let's get that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, here's my card. Yo, get me some. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to go buy some the next day and she already had it before I even got home from the live stream. She was letting me know where to buy it from. Wow. Y'all gave anybody in the live stream to buy them, and before I even get home, <laughs> it was already waiting to order. I'm like, wow, wow, everybody got me on this, y'all. But she just another tool in the toolbox. Watch the shows. I mean, if it wasn't for her, I would have been running my shows on that little crappy camera I had at first. I had a really crappy camera I bought for like 35 bucks on eBay, and I made like one video. And she supported me by me to film more, like the good film more, you know, the upgraded version of film more and all that. So I was like, oh, thanks, mom. So she wanted me to edit real good. And like my computer, I was going to buy like a nice, she bought, like, she was like, hey, let's upgrade it. You got this. I got this. We get you this. And I got an Alienware. And I'm like, oh my God. So out of respect for the fact that I got it for the show and she helped me out getting it, I don't use it for nothing but YouTube. I got it turned on behind me, but that's just because we're here. It's yeah. just got my my little logo back there. That's, that's the only reason it's there. <laughs> Very nice. All tools of the trade. That's exactly right. But uh, she's been a great support, and if it wasn't for her, shows could have been degraded completely. You know. <laughs> that's awesome. <coughs> DMV, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm sorry oh, you had so over? much. Yeah, it went quick. Let's let's set up another one. You want to do that? Man, you know how uh these like I, I run like shows that are like forever and a day half the time. So when an hour goes by, I'm like, for real, we're already at an hour. What <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring him in one week loud one Monday night when he's on the bank fishing. Well, oh, that'd be awesome. I, I mean, tell we, you what. we can set that up where I can just, I'll get you out there. Will. You tell me a time and I'll go fishing at that time. You, well, I tell you what, you pick out a night that you want to do go that on me and we're going to make it happen. We'll go live. We'll have them going on your stream and on Catfish Weekly and just let people ask you questions until you run out of answers. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That'd be cool. That I, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. That'll be a lot of fun. Just, well, I have to, I have to interject. Up with a whole Thursday bunch of at 8 p.m. Locally. Y'all know about that one? What's it? The local tournament that's running with us anglers, anglers locally. 
Chunky, no. me, uh, Mark, uh, the I didn't remember. Edition, has life. TBA was in it, but he said he wasn't able to make it. Unfortunately, uh, maybe he's. I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, he got back in it. I don't. I don't know. But uh, it's gotten it's gotten pretty large. Some donations have been in there. Uh, I think it's That's up awesome. to within the two different categories. I think they got a thousand dollars riding on this tournament now. Oh wow! And there's a fishing rod for every one of the the people in it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is getting real. Like each time something happened that changed, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. So it's it's getting real, but it's coming up shortly. Uh, I think it's the last week of this month, right after I get off tax season and everything, I can start figuring out which holes are working. You know, I'm gonna be out there figuring out what's going on. We're gonna be getting it in. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I can't wait. It's something totally different for me, but uh, it's just my normal live streams, but I got to run it. I can't be like off, you know, I can't do nothing else. I got to be there. So, you know, can't be doing all my bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody going to think I'm out there swimming out there, hooking fish up on the DL. Like, What's that waking out there, you know? I come back and the rod's just bending over because I had like, 20 50 pound fishes hiding on the left you know <laughs> <laughs> what was you going to say a minute ago chad i done forgot <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah thanks for the uh -huh. are, are these decals bro like my daughter wants this one to go on her window in the car all right so, there you go on the side window you're going to be right here and then in the back window I showed mom this young and mom was like, I want to put that on my back window of my car. So now everybody's going to be rocking catfish crappy on the whips. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll and get I you some one nicer one ones. Over there, hey, if anybody wants to send me decals or stickers, hit me up at DMV Whisper King. You know, I'm trying to fill these glass cabinets. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a message on uh, Facebook, Kenny, and I'll get you a fishing with the Chad one. Just oh, oh, oh. send me your. Uh, uh, PM me your uh, uh, shipping address, and I'll send you some for uh, Panfish Nation and Catfish Weekly. Awesome, uh, awesome, awesome. And is your little girl like pink or purple? Uh, she she's mainly a pink girl. She likes purple too, but mainly pink. She's I a real pink. pink girl. She's a Barbie girl. Yep, I have some oh. pink stuff she'll like. So, all right, It'd be trial by fire. Way to learn. Heck yeah. Chad, what do you got going on Thursday night on fishing with the Chad? The well, you know me, Lyle, being a, the planner that I am, um, I, I have no idea. Uh, we will be leaving Thursday morning, me and the family, and heading to North Carolina. So I will be somewhere in North Carolina. So I might be on the, the side of the the bank there going live. I don't know what's what we're going to do yet. Okay. So. Didn't know if you had an idea what was happening or not, but um, nah, we'll you never know. Who, we will the be there the, Friday morning sometime or early afternoon. Oh, have I sent everybody shop? here a sticker yet, James? I haven't sent you one yet, have you? No, you give me I one on Facebook. I got, I got a couple new ones. I got a new design that I want. I want everybody. <laughs> I might so hope I got a pile of stickers you know. ordered. Hopefully they'll be here before Saturday, so I can have some on the table down there Saturday. But we will see. So yeah, I'll hook you up on there, and uh, 
we'll, we'll swap some stickers. I need to get with Chad too and Mark. Okay. And, I'll be I'll yeah, be bringing I'll bring some with me. me. Okay, y'all do that. Well, guys, right. I had a blast tonight, Lyle and Chad Absolutely. and DMV, as always. I, when I finally got up in here. I was delayed. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Let's, uh, let me get back from this tournament this weekend. Let's get together next week and set up a night when we're going to go live uh, with you fishing. I think that would be an outstanding show. Yes. yes. All right. Sounds good, well, and It's about to start getting fire in this area. Yeah, that's what we're talking about right there. Yes, sir. Listen, yeah, I'll have to up live bait as soon as you all tell me. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fish all morning long and catch like 30 little panfish. And we're going to throw them all out as live bait in that show. That works there for me. <laughs> that works for me. Thanks, everybody, for watching Catfish Weekly tonight. We'll be back on a Monday night. And don't forget Thursday night. Thursday night, I'll be traveling. Yep. We're going to have to see. Maybe Mark will be doing uh, Panfish Nation by himself. Not sure how that's going to work off. I just. That just registered, but we'll get it figured out. <laughs> let you all know. So, thanks for watching. See you next week. All right, so you. Take care, everybody. Out with all right.